This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Looks like we have one of those situations where there was a failure to communicate. Yesterday, we reported that Stellantis is taking a majority stake in its joint venture with Chinese automaker Guangzhou Automobile Group, or GAC. But GAC says that's news to them. Shortly after Stellantis announced plans to increase its stake in the JV from 50 to 75 percent, GAC released a statement saying it didn't agree to the deal and only learned about the plan from Stellantis's press release. Stellantis declined to comment on GAC's statement. But something tells us this is not the end of the story. In other Stellantis news, it announced that it's repaying a loan early from the Italian government. It repaid a 6.3 billion euro loan to Intensa San Paolo, which is Italy's largest bank. The loan, which it received in June of 2020, was used to help the automaker weather the downturn caused by COVID disruptions. Chinese automaker Great Wall Motor is making a huge investment in Brazil. It's investing $1.9 billion over the next 10 years. It bought an empty plant from Daimler and will build electrified vehicles beginning in the second half of next year. The plant will have an annual capacity of 100,000 units. And part of that investment also includes strengthening its supply chain in Brazil and opening an R&D facility. Great Wall plans to introduce 10 models within the next three years, four battery electrics, and six hybrids. And all of them will be equipped with level two driver assistance systems and 5G connectivity. The first model launches in the fourth quarter of this year. And in addition to Brazil, the models will be sold in other Latin American countries. Chinese motorcycle manufacturers already dominate the market in South America, and Chinese automakers hope they can do the same thing. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Rivian had to stop making trucks temporarily this month as it ran into production snafus. It ran into COVID outbreaks, supply chain shortages, and manufacturing process problems. But now Bloomberg reports it's resumed production and is making about 200 R1T trucks a week. Meanwhile, speculation is growing that Ford will start to sell off its $8 billion worth of Rivian stock. But it won't do that for another three months. Ford is locked into holding on to that stock until May. Everyone says the chip shortage in the auto industry should start to ease by the end of this year. But IHS Market says, hold on to your horses. It predicts there's going to be a shortage of analog chips at the end of 2023 or at the beginning of 2024. IHS says demand for analog chips will jump 26% by 2023 due to electrification, ADAS, and infotainment systems that use them. 
but it says that new production capacity is not coming on stream fast enough. But that's because most new investment, about 86%, is going into making the newest tech microcontrollers, not mature analog chips. Hydrogen may be the fuel of the future, but it has some hurdles to overcome. Hydrogen is usually transported in gaseous form under high pressure or in liquid form under extremely cold conditions in special containers. That makes it expensive to ship, but the German supplier Scheffler is working on transporting hydrogen in liquid form at room temperature. The technology behind it is called LOHC, or Liquid Organic Hydrogen Carriers. It uses benzotoluene, which is an oily organic substance that chemically bonds with hydrogen and allows it to be transported in liquid form with no need to cool it down. Scheffler says it could lead to the development of a hydrogen infrastructure that is safe and cost-effective. And because benzotoluene is organic, it's environmentally sustainable. And an interesting factoid here. Did you know that toluene is one of the T's in TNT? We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The top of the line twin turbo Blackwing engine, not to be confused with what's under the hood of the current Blackwing cars, it's a 4.2-liter V8 that makes an impressive 550 horsepower and 640 pound-feet of torque, but it was only available in the CT6V for two model years. However, the drive discovered that you can still buy the engine on GM's genuine parts site for Cadillac, and it sells for a whopping $34,700, including a core charge. And if you want to buy the transmission that came with it, the whole package would set you back about 40 grand. And here's the other thing. These are not crate engines. They're meant for service use, i.e. a customer that smashed up their car or blew up their engine. So it would take some haggling with a local Cadillac dealer just to get your hands on one. You can expect to see more stories about safety improvements for big commercial trucks. There's a number of driver assistance features that are being mandated for commercial vehicles that start in the middle of this year and run through 2024. One of those is the Moving Off Information System, or MOIS, which is basically a system that monitors the front of a big truck for any pedestrians. ZF has developed a system that will first give the driver a visual warning on a head-up display, and if that's not enough to get their attention, an audio warning is provided. A technology like this is considered to be especially useful during initial takeoff, since it can be really hard to see what's right in front of a big truck. You may remember famous designer Gordon Murray's T50 supercar, the one with the fan on the back. Well, now he's coming out with another supercar, the T33, that uses the same 3.9-liter V12 in the T50 which produces about 600 horsepower. But there's no fan on this car. Instead, the T33 adopts what is called passive boundary layer control aerodynamics. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I know what that means, 
but Murray claims the system is 30% more efficient than a conventional ground-effect supercar. And it's also a pretty light car by today's standards. The T33 tips the scales at a little over 2,400 pounds, or about 1,100 kilograms. Now, whether you're rowing through the six-speed manual or blipping the six-speed paddle shift, the T33 sure sounds like a fun car to drive. And an Autoline viewer has a question about car names. Mr. Dana wrote in to say, quote, Did I miss something? What's the deal with some of the car companies naming their concepts Vision? Lamborghini, Mazda, BMW, Mercedes, Karma, Sony, Aston Martin. And they're totally right. Now, we've been told it's really hard to come up with a new car name because so many have been used. And while Vision is a good description for a future vehicle, it seems to us that some of these automakers are lacking a little vision of their own when it comes to vehicle naming. But that's it for today and this week. Please like, comment, or subscribe. It really is a big help for us. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.